What's up, everybody? Hello. Another episode of Hold My Bread. As always, it's me, Elon Thrust, a.k.a. Ranch, because I'm dressing with Joel Wachowski. Joel! Welcome to Hold My Bread. Oh, this is not a fun part of this week's podcast. The $3,755 podcast. We're down $500 from last week. We're going to get into it. But joining us this week from the sitca- sitca- from the Sit Down Podcast, from Conan, I'm doing my levels, I'm multitasking, please say hello to our good friend, Mike Racine. What's up, Mike? Hey, boys. Hey, man, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Very excited to have you. I know you've got a lot of opinions on finance, and you're, you're, I, I just, you're one of the funniest people I know. We've known each other for a long time, so I'm very happy to have you on. I think it's going to be a great episode. Very excited to get your uh, insights on some stuff. And we've already texted a little bit, and you've got a lot of stuff planned already. And I will say, a lot of people, they pigeonhole you as this kind of gruff, like, kind of archy bunker type. And Matt billed you as, like, oh, he, we've got a conservative guy on. You're not a conservative guy. you got, like, the no. most woke left Twitter presence of anybody. Like, yeah. we've watched you evolve over the past four years. So, Matthew... Yeah. You're in some trouble. I never uh, use the word You cons- call me conservative? No, that's another word I listen, ever use. Listen back to the Adam Grabowski pod on the Comparatively to him, you are. Compared to the guy we had on, because that guy, he is great. He's nice, but he's very, you're the, the opposite ends of the spectrum for the most part, I would say. But mm-hmm. I don't think I said conservative. Well, we will play it back. It's all good. If so, I did, I apologize. Yeah. I you know. So happy to have you here. Either way, Mike, just a little general housekeeping. You might have noticed that... Uh, we're down a little bit this week. <laughs> Quite and, a dip uh, from last week to this week. You know, we've we've done we've our general strategy. We we invest based on the calendar. That's what's doing well for us. We're thinking election year, Twitter. That's mm-hmm. been good for us. Mm-hmm. DraftKings has been our baby. We've ridden that through the roof. And then you know, I'm, my job here. I'm here to empower Matt. I'm here to make Matt look good, feel mm-hmm. good, and just. You know, grow as an individual. So Matt had a big play for us. And what was that play, Matt? So DraftKings, word on the street is DraftKings was going to take a big dip, which it has done. It's at 48.76. Not a big dip, but it has dipped. Uh, so we sold our DraftKings. We bought in on GameStop because I, there was the rumors of this Microsoft deal. And uh, so we sold our DraftKings to buy back at a later date. Yeah. We bought in on GameStop. Uh, at about 14 which is the highest price it's been in like five years yeah if you could get in on a brick and mortar store at its highest valuation <laughs> you gotta do that shit the 52 yeah. week high yeah and now it is at 1244 1245 nice. so not the best play but i do think it's just gonna take longer than i thought i think it's gonna be a longer longer wait than we expected which i think it's but fine. it's it's just so much fun to have money in the market no matter what it's doing you know you get a little jolt you wake up in the morning you check your computer you yeah. tell your wife in the other room that you lost three grand yeah, yeah. You, know? well, you, just, you just walk out of the room rubbing your head and she can tell yeah yeah i need an aspirin and like are you okay in there <laughs> just like threw something across are you the pounding room. on the table is yeah. that your fist or your head yeah and then uh, you know this is Maybe we should walk through our decision-making process because this was like a $1,500 move. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, Matt sent me this. I Normally, if I'm at a computer, I'll look it up. I'll go there. I was just walking around, so I was like, okay, sure, let's do it. So yeah. I made the move, and it might actually pay off for us. I, like I said, I think it's going to – I feel good about it. I do think it's going to take longer than expected. Uh, the, the, what I was looking at and what I've heard is that it was going to be a quick turnaround. Uh, but I think it, it, I mean, I think it still has. We're up uh, right now. GameStop is up, not for us, obviously, but up from what it was, what it closed at yesterday. So mm-hmm. 
I don't think it's over. I don't think that GameStop is going to die yet. I do think it's going to... I do think this is our last play. It's kind of thing where it's like, we got to ride this out quickly uh, because I think it's going to be done soon. Well, there is a bailout for this. So w- first of all, let me let me ask you a background question. What What's your source on this? Because it was very cryptic. He's like, I talked to a guy last night. Yeah, he yeah. told me DraftKings is going to tank and GameStop is going to take over. I don't know if this... See, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say. I don't know if this is... A, I, don't know if, I don't know what constitutes illegal activity. I don't know if this is insider trading i don't know what this is mm-hmm. i don't know i just heard a guy from across a room talking to another guy across a room about how there was movements being made that's all i can say so you eavesdropped yes i did exactly days. you don't so know do the guy actually told matt through song like harold hill <laughs> from the music man he was like i got a i got, I got a proposition for you friends <laughs> yeah they were dancing matt on a was, tin roof i was dancing yeah, <laughs> yeah we were uh, all swinging umbrellas around and yeah we found out there's a bunch of like older listeners shout out to them they've mm-hmm. been buying all the stocks we talk about they've been doing well but we would be such an easy target for a scam artist <laughs> like all you got to do is introduce yourself and be like yeah sure we're good with that and then we you could take our money like (laughs) nothing that's the crazy thing because we all think that we know we all think that we can judge character and and make good decisions based on our intuition but we can't we really can't right you know absolutely yeah Um, i've been doing a lot of shows in uh, not a lot of shows but i've been doing some shows in like uh, prospect or not prospect park like i had a show the other night in a bar that was on um what park (laughs) avenue Uh oh sorry tilly sorry i didn't mean to bang on the table sorry uh, we have I did a dog a in the studio today. Probably should have warned you guys. We're going to talk about Chewy Futures, so yeah. we wanted to have an expert on. The pedigree option we've chosen. Yeah, but it's okay. You're overhearing you know, stock info in the park. I heard that Skull and Bones isn't allowed to go to their indoor facility, so they've been <laughs> having their meetings <laughs> in the Park. I just know that I, I see these finance bros outside chain-smoking cigarettes and rubbing their foreheads and temples talking to each other, being like, well, this is what I'm doing, and this is what this guy's doing. It's like, that stuff is real. So I was yeah. like, I always put my headphones in, and I like pretend like I'm listening to a podcast or whatever. <laughs> I'm listening to them. I'm eavesdropping on these fat cats. And you, you somehow eavesdropped on people talking about our exact stock purchases. Exactly. Someone set you up, dog. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I maybe led them into it. I will, I, you know, but. You led them into it if you were eavesdropping? There's more to this. I, I don't believe him. Do you, Mike? Uh, yeah, it seems very vague. Well, I'm just <laughs> trying to cover my bases. You said you heard it from a guy. So you heard it from a guy to buy GameStop. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you, you eavesdropped. You put in, you, so to hear you tell it, you put in your earbuds you, to make it look like you were listening to a podcast and you sidled <laughs> up and you overheard this stock tip. Uh-huh. There's a lot of things we have to believe in order to believe your well, story. Well, you know, Ripley's Believe It or Not, what can I tell you? Okay, sure. <laughs> That's fair. When it works out, and I'm a hero, fingers crossed, uh, it won't matter how we get the information. But back to the calendar, though, that will pan out for the GameStop. It's not going to go up long term, but with these new consoles coming out, with the holiday season that's kind of dovetailing with MLB, NBA over, which hurts the, the DraftKings stock, we can get up. You know, we bought 100 shares, so even if we yeah. make a dollar a share... We are in good shape. That's here. all we need. We just need to get up. That's what I'm counting on. We just need to be a little bit, a little bit, a little bit up. You know, it's, it's, the, it's pretty inconsistent. The. Uh... <laughs> okay, there's a lot of dogs in here today. It's it's a wild one two. here. It'll... Yeah, there's another dog outside there. It's fine. Tilly, come here. Tilly, you good dog, right? Yeah. yeah this, sorry, we'll leave it. All right. So Mike, you, I know where you want to talk. Canadian weed stocks. You want yeah. to talk about the rush of investing? How'd you get your start? Um, I guess I just had. Well, my I got some money from my 
dead grandmother. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, my dad gave me like 2,500 bucks, which I, I guess I thought it would be a little more. But, yeah, absolutely. Like right? I got, I got $10,000 from my aunt. Then uh, I started investing. Uh-huh. You should at least get that much from a grandma. Yeah. I think she just kind of did. I don't know. She spent a lot of her money and stuff. And then she also had a brother, my uncle Enrico, who like he, he like lived in the restaurant. My, my family owned a restaurant in Trenton. So he lived above the restaurant, like didn't pay rent. So just like, lived for free and worked and then he like made these investments and he was eventually worth like 1.8 million he was just some like little italian guy that drove a lincoln that but he had like he was worth like 1.8 million dollars and then his wife got alzheimer's and it like drained his entire from like care and stuff you know for at home care remember where she put the money yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was just eating it. Yeah, they, they um, just got to go around cutting open any mattress they find. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I was just like, well, now I have this. So that that so I had this money saved up, and I was like, I should do something with this. I should invest it. I started looking into. I just started watching some YouTube stuff, and then I mean, I think I think Canadian weed was what made me want to get into it because there was like everybody knew that Canada was about to legalize. I mean, this was this ended up being a huge mistake. But everybody, everybody was like, "Oh, Canada's about to legalize weed." So I bought some. I bought into this Canadian weed company, and I bought Bitcoin. And uh, those are like kind of my two big investments. I bought some other stocks and some other what was, companies. What was the Canadian weed company? Afria. Afria. Yeah. And are they doing all right? No. Okay. Well, I I think I bought it when it was really like overvalued. Yeah, and like individual weed stocks, like. We, we kind of cover it. There's so many weed companies, but if yeah. you do like weed, if you think that's a good market, and it is, it's good. Like, just like mm-hmm. we're talking about DraftKings, legalization is going to come for that business. Yeah. So, have you ever bought like an ETF before? Uh, no. So, an ETF, like, there's one that's basically every, a lot of stocks in that, in, in that entire sector of businesses mm-hmm. yeah. bound together as one. So, there's one for weed industry now called. Now, what's the difference between, between an ETF and an index? It's same same things. Oh, it, it there okay. are different terms for each other. They're, and then mutual fund is that the same thing? Mutual fund is like you're pooling all the money together and then yeah. you're deciding what to do with it. Okay. But like that's just it's bounded together as like a different consumer product. So mm-hmm. like if you get a marijuana ETF, that's just getting a piece of the entire industry. Mm-hmm. And like smarter people than me have said, oh, it's like buying Budweiser during Prohibition. So yeah, and that's one. It's still below value. It's still at a low point because we're always looking for stuff that hasn't bounced back from this fake recovery from a recession we're in. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. then there's like ETFs for everything. There's like, like he said, there's gambling, there's video game ETFs, there's there's mm-hmm. AT- ETFs for. I mean. But that's a good place to start if you're a new investor. Just do do ETFs in different sectors of the market. Right. I realize like when I hear myself talk about this stuff, I, I realize that I don't really know much. But I am kind of learning as I go. Yeah, that's all it's about. I mean, there's terms that people use that I don't know. I still don't really know what a P.E. ratio is and, you know, stuff like that. Price to earnings. Price to earnings. And then if you do that that same equation for a Tesla stock, it'll break your calculator. So that tells me Tesla's overvalued. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) And then, like, I don't really know how to read a balance sheet. I mean, I know how to Google a balance sheet and look at it. Right, but I don't, well, know, don't know what, what that means. At. I don't know what I'm looking at or yeah. what that means, really. So, well, so what happened? With the, the, the 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 Canadian weed stock was a miss, but what had the Bitcoin work out? Uh, that was also a miss, but I didn't I didn't lose as much as I thought I did. Okay. Um, but when so in Trump's like first couple of years, everybody was like, "Oh, the stock market is like way up," and I was just like, I lost like thirty five hundred dollars on the Canadian. So my account is still down about you know 
must be like 20% or something, 20, yeah. 20 okay. 30%. Do you still have that stock? Yeah, or? I still have it, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you, it's only a loss if you, if you sell, sell the stock. So yeah. you're, you're in good shape here. But I guess I just feel like, should I sell it? Because it's, you know, it hasn't done it in, in like two years. It hasn't really done anything. So maybe I'm better off just putting that money somewhere else. Well, Joel had uh, you have that that lithium stock. Yeah, and you you know mm. Joel's Noah, got a perfect story about this. Noah Gar- not, is it Enertope? Yeah, yeah, it's Enertope. Yeah, Noah told me yeah, about Noah's that too. Noah's been telling everyone yeah, about yeah, it for yeah, years. Yeah, and some it's the worst stock in the world. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I like right now it's at three cents a share. I've got uh-huh. twenty six thousand shares. I have like three thousand shares. Yeah. But these these idiots these I know. they stumbled I know. into it. Mm-hmm. They created a lithium mine next to where Tesla is mining. It's such lithium. a dumb name for a company, too. Intertopia, and yeah. they have the worst designed website you've ever seen. Really? It looks like a website that discusses UFOs. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the only angel fire yeah, site. It's like left. some guy's Civil War website from like 1999. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cool. I'm glad I got money from my mom to put into this company. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening, they're doing great. This is the best they've done since we listened. But like I said, so, I mean, I don't know. There's a certain point where it's like, are you going to just hold it? And if it goes to the ground, it goes in the ground. Or if you are you going to pull out and take what little kid? Um, I don't know, but I would feel bad about selling it. So I might just hold on to yeah. it. I mean, I it's not like I need the money or anything. Right. It's like, well, and we come back to Ameren. I bought, Am- we bought, Ameren was one of the big misses on this podcast. And uh-huh. We were set to make a decent um, amount of money, and now it's just like I'm writing, and I'm you know almost. I bought in with almost three hundred dollars, and I'm about to lose. I've just been slowly losing it, so mm-hmm. yeah, that'll happen. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that was another. Tip. But at least you get to feel something, you know. It's better than like waking up every day going to some dumb fuck job and you know at least you get to like watch your money drain out of your account yeah i made a decision and i have proof that it's bad there's a graph showing me how dumb i am yeah yeah statistically i am stupid this uh, this Mm -hmm. tells me that but you know for for a first-time investor i'm just glad you didn't buy options like the way on a trading platform it's like Mm kind of set up to just route us towards options Mm -hmm. like it's no no different than like a grandma seeing ads on cable news trying to just separate her from her fixed income. Yeah, right. Very scammy. But there right. there there might be an option I m- I want to play actually. So we we like the calendar. What's aside from the presidency? I think one of the biggest issues is Prop Twenty Two out in California. Mm-hmm. So I wonder about how how it would is that work. Gas? No, it's about whether Uber and Lyft can continue to use these ind- independent contractors the way they're doing, it's on the ballot there. Okay. So if we were to buy an option for both Uber and Lyft for expires November 6th on both the good side and the bad side of that vote, there's going to be a lot of high volatility. Mm-hmm. And we don't even need to wait for that. If the volatility goes up, we just sell it right around that date. We make a profit. Oh, wow. Yeah. I like that. I We'd have to put up like a grand to make the play work, but right. you know I've been running the numbers. I think we can make it happen for like eight hundred and fifty-four dollars. But you know, some people on the show who've talked to us about options before maybe lost 
a lot of money recently, so we're afraid to do go into those waters. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just kind of fun to think about like how you were a couple years ago, and the, like the the perception that you have of different investment ideas. Like, like I remember, you know, with Bitcoin, the whole thing was like there were people saying like, "I want nothing to do with that. It's gambling. It's not real." Right. And then there were people being like, "This is the future of money, you stupid fuck." Yeah. You know. <laughs> and I, I kind of like. Fell for that a little bit. My bodega takes this. Yeah. And it was people you've never heard have an adult conversation going there. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, I've been looking into this Bitcoin thing. I think it's the future of finance. Like, yeah. you've never pondered the future of finance any point in your life. Yeah. Right? Shouts to Taylor Clark, his old Facebook status. <laughs> <laughs> Good but guy. it's funny because you had people like the Winklevosses being like, yeah, well, I think, you know, you get old and your brain loses its plasticity and you have this idea of what money's supposed to be. And it was it was this whole thing of like, yeah, these dinosaurs don't understand, but we're going to trade in this. And then all these uh, now there's like 2000 coins, 2000 different kinds of coins right. on the market. And I remember like I was looking into uh, other coins. I was looking into like one of the coins that was called Tron. Uh -huh. And I look back on that that 20 minute period of my life and i was like that was the biggest waste of time i've ever <laughs> engaged in we want to yeah. start bread coin we you know well, that is our, our dreams yeah we're gonna do that we're gonna do a penny stock for the show and like so my sister recently came to some money i was like you know you can just put it into vanguard i'll set you up with some a robo advisor which we could talk about that might be good for you as a married man yeah and she's like you know i could never buy stocks they're so unethical i'm just gonna put my money into bitcoin Huh. What currency do you <laughs> yeah. think child traffickers gonna, use? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the, uh, tra the the currency that the dark web uh, the mm -hmm. dark web thrives on. Yeah, like Bitcoin. I mean, it's many things. An ethical alternative is definitely not one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how Jeffrey Epstein paid everybody. But we are we are gonna make money. And um, we can tell that from lobbying activities. Mm -hmm. So ever, like the big money in this country, they're kind of acting like Biden has already won. Mm -hmm. And they're all focused. They don't want Elizabeth Warren to be, you know, Treasury Secretary. Yeah. So they're floating this new woman, Lael Brainerd, uh, ties to the Obama administration, the Clinton administrations, Goldman Sachs. She's big into NAFTA and outsourcing and this tells me we're going to make some money in the Biden administration. Yeah. It's going to be as crooked and, you know, status quo as it needs to be. And, like, we're going to be just fine. I Matt. think the money might be more consistent. Like, I think we're going to make uh, more money consistently as opposed to now where it's like the market is up and down from one tweet or one post. Yeah. And, like, there are certain things that you got to prepare for every time the White House switches to Democrat. Yeah. Will probably you lose money in the next quarter. Uh huh. That's just every time in stock market history that's the trend so right. prepare for that so how often do you trade mike um not very much i mean after i lost all that money in uh from afria i kind of put it on the back burner i kept my money in the market i would sell stuff every once in a while but now i'm kind of getting back into it i just got married and we had a smaller wedding which was nice so we had a smaller wedding with less people but people sent us money so we have a nice little you know right. chunk to save with it's all in a checking account um because deb we have like a mutual fund like a mutual checking account yeah you're, you're my yeah, I'm, I'm fighting that off. I just don't want someone looking at my purchase histories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm buying sneakers. I'm buying Grubhub. I don't want to hear about it. Do you think they can't I know, know how much does... you spend on OnlyFans? 
Me? <laughs> oh, him? No, yeah, him, yeah. Oh. You know when Gabby finding out all the money you spend on OnlyFans, yeah. giving Trinity all that well, money? Well, it's just so easy to just push the button and you get the video. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. And a $7? lot of them are your friends. They're your friends, so you want to support your friends. Absolutely. I'll pay yeah. $7 to see some friends' buttholes. Yeah, comedy yeah. doesn't exist anymore. People are showing their titties online. We got to show our support. Exactly. <laughs> Keep- we got to prop up this economy. So do you know what? Um, but I've been trading a little more lately. I've been getting back into. I've been dusting off the old, uh, you know, investor's cap, and uh, <laughs> I've been watching my YouTube guys. And I've been. I just bought a stock called Upwork. It's like a, a company that um, they're like Fiverr for the professional sector. Okay. You know, so that's been pretty good. Um, I bought some Dropbox because apparently Dropbox is set to. They're doing a lot of advertising to. That seems like a good move. College students, yeah. So they want they want younger people to get to use the. Um, right. I, I also I use Dropbox a lot. I think I, you know, I use it's, the free version. It's all I've ever really used. I know Google Drive yeah. is like a big competitor for them, but uh-huh. I, I know a lot of the people that have had like send photos or edit videos for me. They all yeah. use Dropbox. Yeah. There's another company that does that, and it's it's just called Box. <laughs> and, oh, great. And and I remember I picked up a an Ink magazine like a few years ago, and the CEO was on the cover of the magazine. He runs Box. <laughs> he yeah. runs the company called Box. I'm the CEO of Box. Of what Box, are you doing yeah. on OnlyFans, Joel? I'm investing in Box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the chart for Upwork. It looks pretty good to me. Yeah. So you're married. You've got a chunk of change. So... Maybe I should suggest a, a robo-advisor for you. Okay. So if anyone who studies the stock market, the more trades you do, the more likely it is you'll lose money. Yeah. So with my money, I give it to this company, Wealthfront. They mm-hmm. use an algorithm based on, I give them like how much risk I want. I'm yeah. a nine out of 10. And they put it into natural resources, US stocks, international stocks, emerging markets, and it's just kind of a series of inner It's just crazy back. how big the American market is. Yeah. I but mean, dude, I, I, I put $10,000 in there in like early 2015. And then every couple months, I'd put an extra five, 600 bucks in there. And okay. like, I've got $70,000 in that account now. Like, I've got a down payment. And it's just nice. from the extra 100 I like that we're all being transparent about how much money we have. <laughs> I mean, if I didn't work for it, yeah. I would be very guarded about it. But the yeah, fact yeah, that yeah. Like, I saved all these money from working, from the working, worst yeah. work you can ever sure. work. Yeah. You know, Same. Yeah, you got to make that money work for you because our bodies yeah. are going to die out on us. Our bodies are going to die out. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not going to have any way to earn. So I know. So yeah, look at wealth. From, I have knee pain, back pain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've had knee surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, I can't walk on my fucking ankle right now. So... Yeah, it's yeah. you want to have a plan in place. Yeah. Especially given everything going on. So the robo advisor so is that is that its own website and its own separate account? Yeah, so I do okay. that with my primary money and then like with individual stocks I just kind of play with whatever mm-hmm. okay. piques my interest. Okay. So I've got we've we've got like you heard in the beginning we've got like 3700, probably 3500 by this point in the show. <laughs> 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 So yeah, it's just like you put it out there, you don't think about it cuz the algorithms I think are probably smarter than me. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean they're literally just using the numbers to invest in what's what they think is best statistically, which obviously is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the smart way to do it. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult. That's what analysts do and that's, you know. But doesn't it feel a little cuck to let a robot choose your stocks? <laughs> 
hey, I won't do it, you know? I keep yeah. robots away from my wife and my money. It yeah. is a little cuck, but then if I'm good enough, I take over for the ro robot. My goal is for my personal portfolio to beat the robot, so I'm a modern-day uh -huh. John Henry. Okay, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nice. going to die in the process, and <laughs> yeah. then Matt will have to marry my wife. <laughs> she has that designed for you. She tells me once a week, if you die, I'm going to marry Matt. Yeah, that's why you can never die. <laughs> Shouts to Gabby. Yeah. I love you, Gabby. Sorry, I don't want to marry you. Uh, even though you would improve my life, probably. Um, yeah, well, so is there anything, any stock that you've been, you said that you've been looking at the uh, up, what's it, Upwell? Upwork. Upwork, okay. Looks okay. good, and I'm, let's walk through that portfolio if you got it pulled up. Yeah, I my phone is dead, and oh, your yeah. charger didn't work. But So I have that company, Afria. I have I have some Upwork, I have some Dropbox. I also I, so I have a bunch of airline stock for some reason. I bought uh, Ryanair a few years ago, a couple years ago. I've never it's, heard of it's that. like it's like the Spirit Airline of Europe. Okay. And uh, the CEO is just like a real piece of shit. He's just a real like yeah Irish piece of shit. There's a there's a um, article somewhere. It's really funny. It's like a list of quotes from the CEO of Ryanair. And it's it's like, yeah, when drink sales are down, we tell our pilots to shake the plane so people <laughs> buy more alcohol. <laughs> it's like, and uh, it's and then he, and then he said like, yeah, because you forget that Europe is like a smaller land area with a lot of different cultures and stuff. So it's fun. so he's like, he's like Germans will literally crawl over broken glass to for a cheap flight. Michael <laughs> O'Leary is his name. Yeah, they have they have pay toilets. You have to pay to use the toilet no. on the on the plane. On the plane. Yeah. Um, but they're just like a shit, like budget airline, they're which like, like gray, sometimes I mean, they're like Greyhound buses of the sky. I mean, yeah. everything in Europe is so close together, I guess. It's yeah. Like, why not? But so I've never flown spirit, but like a lot of people, people I've heard horror stories about spirit, but I also hear people say like, yeah, if you need just a cheap flight, it's, you know, it's good. It gets you there. Right. So I figured that would be a good, but that's, you know, that's down. Maybe it'll come back, you know, when the, if, if there's an end in sight for the pandemic, but I have that and I have a little bit of Delta and uh, some JetBlue and some Carnival Cruises. I have a bunch of Carnival Cruises. Yeah. Yeah. Carnival's Which uh, I made a profit off. I invested in Royal Caribbean too, and I made a profit off of that. Already? Yeah. That's good. Which was weird to do that. So there's no, it seems like there's no rhyme or reason to anything. Honestly, there's not really. Like yeah. at this point, it's, it's nothing makes sense. We've talked about this in podcast episodes before, but everything is so inflated for no reason. Yeah. Things are way up that shouldn't be up. It, yeah. It doesn't. Well, I mean, if the U.S. Treasury printed $7 trillion, that makes a dollar worth less. So the stock market is how you just kind of keep up with inflation. Like if you, uh -huh. yeah. If, if you have your money in a checking account during like this chapter, you're losing money right now. Mm -hmm. So like the best the best trading company in the world is Vanguard, and like yeah. they don't trade at all. They just buy good companies and they hold them. You're talking about your uncle. He made one point eight million dollars. Yeah, wrong consonant there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It was so easy to make money like that in the 80s. Like uh -huh. McDonald's was a dollar a share for five years. Right, right, right. And they pay tremendous dividends. Like any boomer, they're all wealthy. They didn't achieve anything. They no. just lived in a history where like there was a window to get in on the ground right, floor. And we right. don't have that. And they think, they think it makes them smart. Yeah. And like Absolutely. They're just was, diseased. Yeah. Yeah. And it was smart, but like. <laughs> Oh, these companies are going to change the world. We can't get in on Beyond Burger because the the other investors they got to buy shares at twenty one dollars a share. It hits the market at forty three. It just gets inflated by the time it reaches the consumer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
So it's so crooked, and the inf- the news is terrible about finance. That's why this sure. podcast exists. Yeah. Where do you get your news from? Um, I, I, I mean, I guess Twitter. Yeah. And then I, certain podcasts that I listen to. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Twitter is honestly the best news source. Twitter, yeah. Reddit. If you go to Yahoo Finance, like three times in the past three months, yeah. I've read their reporting, and things have just gone the other way. Mm-hmm. So I do think the public perceptions, especially with Robinhood being the platform that bailed people out of this recession, yeah, it's kind of rigged to make us lose. Right. There's a YouTube channel, Financial Education, this guy Jeremy, and like he's really good. I mean, he, he buys all his own stocks, and he's always you know making videos and stuff. And a lot of the stocks that he's picked have done pretty well. Like he picked a couple, cause I started, you know, investing a couple years ago. So two of the stocks he picked were Square and Shopify, which makes sense that that's the direction the market's going to go and the people are going to start right. opening online businesses and use, you know, the, the Square reader thing. Right, right. Um, so, so yeah. So if I put money in that, I would have like, um, What's the word? My money would have been like ten times as much as what I put into it. Shopify was like one twenty nine when yeah, I thought about Shopify's investing. Like the hottest like stock on the market. It, like, it is shit. right. Yeah. Like yeah. people talk. So that was about one of his that he picked, and I was like, "Nah, I'll just do Canadian weed." Yeah. <laughs> They're about to legalize weed. Yeah. <laughs> like I was the only one who knew that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's kind of like what we talked about outside, though. Is like that's the kind of thing they, that was probably baked into the price. Yeah. And that's why you got kind of got fucked on it. Yeah. But it's fun to make bad decisions because then you get to tell your kids, you know, like, "Hey, I this is I, I fucked up." Yeah. This you get is to why have you a don't, story, this you know. Is why you like, don't have any money. This is yeah, why you're yeah, not yeah. In college. This is why you're going to trade school. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know yeah, your yeah. inheritance. You want inheritance. I did too. Yeah, this is why you're on Task Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. No, no, Upwork. They're gonna. Yeah. It feeds. That's just full circle. You know that helps the Racine family. Right. But I was thinking of joining an Upwork, pro, like doing an Upwork profile to maybe for comedy writing if people need something like written. Oh, that's oh, yeah. a really I don't know. good idea. Yeah. Because there's so many people in probably finance that either think they're so funny or they want to come off as very funny, so they would definitely hire you to do that. Yeah. I don't know. There's so many assholes that are like, I want to start doing comedy that they would love to just get a coffee with you. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, but then you'd have to hang out with those guys and like keeping those friendships at arm's length has got to be so hard. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Meanwhile, I'm just sitting there listening to a podcast, listening to the tips. Yeah. That's what we'll do. We'll set up a a real ring of a real den of thieves. Uh, I don't want to brag, but Neo is up. uh, I'm up almost $40 already on the Neo play. Yeah, nice. Neo's what's up. We've been on yeah. Neo for a long time, and especially like for there to be a good electric car company, like did you are you up on him on um, Nikola at all? No. The guy who founded Nikola is the scam artist of the twenty yeah. of the twenty first century. Because it's like Tesla, but it's the, the other the, the guy's first name. It's right. a, yeah, it's a ripoff of Tesla. Yeah, they filmed a commercial. They they were going to do freight trucks that were self driving and electric. So they filmed a commercial where they rolled a truck down a hill, mm-hmm. and then they got a $10 billion partnership with General Motors. Because <laughs> all these traditional automakers, they're like falling all over themselves to be yeah. relevant. Yeah. And then this company, Hindenburg, they wrote a report that were like, yeah, we're pretty sure this uh, company's just a scam. We know the CFO was pouring concrete in Hawaii two years ago. So, Jeez. And, it's, and General Motors is still stuck with them. 
Yeah. People are stuck are going to be working with this company. Short them all the way. It just seems like it's so easy to rip people off because everybody wants that thi- that thing. We all have that in us to be to be in on the the new thing. Absolutely, and you, you know? know what the new thing is. So you just have to fabricate like a smoke and mirrors company. Yeah. yeah. Roll a truck down a hill, and then you're a billionaire. Yeah. I mean, this guy got just out- tell him just tell him you figured out how to teleport a butterfly three feet or something. <laughs> you know. <laughs> people take fake it till you make it very seriously especially when yeah that's like the involved. whole culture of yeah and like right now it feels like perception means so much more than any like real world business model because like in theory we we're buying parts of a company we want the company to be better that's kind of good clean american business right now it's oh we have to buy CRISPR stock people are going to want to alter their genes moving forward <laughs> yeah. that's the best thing you can do with your money that's crazy to me yeah it is well, it's um, like uh, you know this about through comedy and everything like that. It's like so many people on Facebook, uh, on Instagram, are just posting. Yeah, you know, it's just not. It's just about looking like you're doing well. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They roll. We're just rolling our bodies down the hill right now. That's that. I know, and it it, it bo- as a as a comedian, it bothers me so much when I see that because it's like we're supposed to be like you know an authentic voice. Right. That's. I mean, I feel like that's why you isn't that why you do comedy, right. and then to see comics be like. What did everyone do this weekend? To tag, you know, like right. uh, playing that whole below. game. Let me know what you, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you. I agree. Yeah, but to me, comedy is about formulating a thought or an opinion and a take, and then sharing it, and that just seems dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. put your ass out, put <laughs> sure it on TikTok. <laughs> exactly. That's how you make money now. Yeah. Yeah, you want to get a special? You learn how to lip sync. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're you're, up, you're upset about? about that, huh? No, I'm just saying, like that's just. If that's, I'm not upset about it. Like, yeah. Respect for her for doing it. Yeah, like, she's clearly talented. Right. Yeah. But it's like if that's just the way we're gonna have to go, then I mean, I'm gonna have to gonna have to move with it. Yeah. She also, but she also had a tweet about like she has this like viral tweet that was like her husband said Kamala Harris is the perfect candidate, and then she was like, "Do you want two blowjobs today or three? But then she. <laughs> But then she had another tweet recently where she was like, yeah, I'm about to start marriage counseling. So it's like, oh, so you're not even blowing your husband. That's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) That was a big enough laugh to make the dog bark. Or she's just anti-blowjob. There's no way of knowing. No way of knowing. With the stock of peanut butter we have here. But um, <laughs> that guy Jeremy was—he's he was also very heavily invested in Win Resorts in Vegas because he lives in Vegas. So when so the guy Steve Win, the CEO, like had to step down for sexual harassment. Uh-huh. So imagine like having all this money in a company and then the CEO like gropes somebody and there goes your kid's college fund or whatever. Yeah. You know, one tit grab costs you a million dollars. Yeah, a couple million dollars. Yeah. 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 Probably a couple billion, honestly. If if he's running a casino, that's big business. That's true. A lot of money in casinos. Yeah, and it, it is it is like the Me Too movement. All the credit in the world to it. But when that kind of stuff enters the financial world, it's like yeah, I want nothing to do with it. Yeah, like keep your fucking mouth shut. Like with the Nicola thing, it, it's just like oh, they're committing flagrant fraud. They have no business being here. Also. He had sex with his cousin at his grandpa's funeral. I was like, I've already heard enough to decide. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't yeah. need that last part. Yeah, yeah. I'm go- I'm convinced. I don't need you to. Which we all grieve in our own way. <laughs> <laughs> it, the funeral was in Utah. It wasn't. That yeah. changes things. We all have cousins that we don't see that much. <laughs> we forget we're related to them. <laughs> um, 
Well, so, okay, what else? Oh, and you uh, mentioned something to me, which I feel like you would have a good opinion on this, is these the alpha mindset thing, like yeah. videos and things like that. Yeah, I'm like aware of those. I've never really watched them, but it's like Gary V and all that stuff. Yeah. That has to, that's kind of, uh, that stuff is interesting to me. Yeah, it's very much like a, um, you know, wake up and hustle and rise and grind and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and like yeah. one of the worst, I remember one of the worst posts I saw was from, there, so there's a uh, account called Alpha Leaders. And a lot of the stuff they post, for like a couple years ago, a lot of stuff they were posting, I thought was pretty good advice, but it's taken kind of like a weird turn recently and like a pretty stupid turn. I saw one that was like just weird. Like they had a like, you know, that meme that's like where it all it says where it all started. It's like Apple, Google, Facebook, and it's just a, a garage. Uh -huh. And then they had another one. that So it was that. And then it said Mattel and it was a photo of a Nazi rally. And and I was like, this is kind of weird. That wh why? What point? What's your point? Right, so is this supposed to be a joke. Yeah, and a, yeah. A lot of companies have ties to Nazi Germany. Hugo yeah, Boss, Volkswagen, and IBM. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Literally cataloged. Yeah. And maybe seventy that, years have passed, and we've yeah, yeah. kind of accepted that these companies are allowed to be companies. It's too late to cancel them. Yeah. Like you're gonna hold some software engineer born in 1983 accountable for World War II? Yeah, I mean, seem right. I'll never forgive Watson for what he did. <laughs> but it is pretty funny yeah, that comics lose their jobs, and and Hugo Boss is just you know. Yeah, Shane Gillis <laughs> can't work on SNL, but Hugo yeah. Boss is has stores around the world, and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the the worst, I think the worst post that I saw was like it was a tweet from some guy. And it was a guy who was like, um, you need you need a pair of sneakers and you only have 60 or no, you want a pair of sneakers that cost that cost uh, 120 bucks. You only have eighty dollars. You go to um, you go to Ross, you buy two pairs of sneakers for forty dollars. You sell those sneakers on offer up for 60 bucks. Now you have money for your sneakers. Money is just a tool. So it's like this guy's telling this guy's essentially telling probably young people to go to Ross right. and buy forty dollars sneakers and sell them in a parking lot for sixty bucks. Right. And I feel like that just pissed that just like bothered me so much because I feel like I've been there at points in my life. Right. Where you're desperate and you're, you're like, I'm gonna to listen to bad advice. Yeah, and yeah. you don't you can't find a job and you're just like, All right, I'll do that. I'm right. gonna get my hustle on. I'm gonna buy shoes from Ross and sell them at a markup. Yeah, right. but hustling like that, maybe if you have the the mindset and the training to like kind of expand your margin slowly but surely it'll work out. But otherwise it just catches you in like a cycle of always hustling. Like Yeah. I have to I'm turning down work just as like a policy these days just because yeah. like I want to do something with my life. I want right, to do right. something significant and like Yeah. Chasing, what kind of work are you turning down? Well, I'm I'm turned on like production work yeah, yeah. and like stuff like stuff where I drive a truck around the city. So yeah. maybe I'll forward you a few few sure, gigs here yeah, and there. Sure. But you know, if you're gonna build something, you have to build something. If you're just caught in that cycle of getting the next buck, mm -hmm. you're, that keeps you down in its own way. It's a very empty existence. Yeah, I mean, you work twelve hours, you go home, your brain and body don't work enough to do anything. It's like that takes away from you as the product, like. For sure. The best thing I did was not pay my student loans. Like I could have paid those off and it's just like, nah, I'm going to put the money in the market. And mm -hmm. now I could pay the whole thing off and it's just like, nah, keep them down, mm -hmm. lay it there. Cause like we're the asset right now. We only have one existence. Mm -hmm. Buy into that. Yeah. 
Invest in yourself. There get you a go. get a van. Get a van. Buy that, some shoes from Ross. Don't no, buy don't shoes buy from Ross. Ross. Sorry, sorry, yeah. I missed the whole point. No, you're right. Don't buy shoes from Ross. But, uh, <laughs> well, we could, next we, time you see Matt, he's got like 50 <laughs> pairs of shoes from Ross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to buy these ugly shoes? I mean, they're cool shoes. Please buy. You them just see him in the food bazaar parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> Big signs of shoes. I'm just calling everybody buddy now. Yeah, someone's buddy, like, "Hey, buddy. I saw these at Ross for 40 bucks." <laughs> yeah, no, not anymore. They I just beat the shit out of them. <laughs> uh, they don't even take them. They just flip them all over the, cl- uh, the power lines. Yeah, someone pulls out their camera phone. Excuse me, what are you doing? Where did you get these? Yeah. (laughs) That's my biggest fear in life is to be a white guy just on the end of a black woman's camera phone. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Absolutely. What are you doing in that situation? Well, I mean, we have comedic training. Just do a bit right there. I'd fake a heart attack. That's what I'd do. Yeah. I I would just fall to the ground. Yeah. Um, let's see here. All right. Well, what else do we have? Uh, Man, I'm in Greenpoint right now. I live there. There's no dollar stores anywhere. I, I mean, there's we're in Greenpoint. I live at the Box House Hotel right now. Nice. Yeah, you know, like a gigolo. Nice. Well, they do long-term production housing. There's no like housing. I don't want to be on a lease right now. My my fiance, she works. She runs the affordable housing lottery. So nice. we're gonna rig it for ourselves at some point. Off the record. So he said into a microphone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Uh. Well, yes. Yeah, so there's a dollar. There's a Dollar Tree uh, off the Myrtle Wyckoff uh, stop that I used to go to all the time, just for like toothpaste and toothbrush and like small stuff like that. And yeah, there should be like a dollar store that they can put in like a little bit bougie or hipper neighborhoods. Well, Joel, you're in luck because uh, they're going to Target. Open, they're opening. You think that uh, Target's like a dollar store? No, well, it's like a bougie dollar store. Kind of is. Kinda. They got those racks when you That's walk fair. in. That is a bougie dollar store. And like, I just need fifty cent notebooks. That's all I need. Yeah. Well, they're Dollar General. I don't know if there's any Dollar General. Um, are there Dollar Generals in New York? Um, I don't even I know. don't think so. Uh, I've only ever seen Dollar Trees. Uh, I, saw, I yeah. shop at the Earth. I don't shop at, shop at the... No military, you know? Um, <laughs> dollar Trees are real shithole, though. Do- the Dollar Tree Most on dollars. Knickerbocker and Bushwick yeah. is the worst business I've ever been yeah, in, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, Everything yeah. It's is- always picked over and, like... Dude, last few times I've been in there, it's everything's still been on the pallets. You gotta yeah. tear it through. Yeah, 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 yeah. They give you a straight razor to get. No, but there's another dollar store on Knickerbocker that's like the best dollar store. It's right across from City Fresh. Oh, okay. it's like a Chinese dollar store. The lady's great. Okay, I'm huh. on there. Yeah, I'm yeah, my way. I'll there. That. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, so Dollar General is opening because that's like a thing that. Because given- fa- Family Dollar is a shit company. They're they're dog shit. Oh, there's one. Near I hate there. them. Yeah, they're they're. I despise they, them. They're bad, but they've got everything I need. Yeah, but the line you'll wait in line for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, the line's terrible, and like, terrible. you know, I've given up shoplifting, but sometimes if the line's too long, I'll just I'll just walk out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, I, the I was shoplifter from CVS yesterday. The line was so long, and I only needed one thing, and I was like, "Are you come on? Are you kidding?" What did What did you need? I was gonna get a. Uh, it's it's my it's a I got a there's a birthday today for somebody and so I was just gonna get them like their favorite candy bar and that's all I want to do is just do one small nice thing and be like here you go this is for you it's your birthday and it was like literally a line of like thirty people and I was like I just steal this candy bar all right and, nice. and hearing that I'm gonna take you back to the store when we're recording <laughs> you're gonna apologize to the manager <laughs> that's the second part of this time. Yeah, this is Matt. He's 30, and he's got something to tell you, sir. I didn't steal it. 
You got to work it off. I didn't steal it. I thought about it. Uh, well, they're going to open up a high-end Dollar General, which I think is interesting because dollar stores are thriving right now. Are they? Yeah, because everyone's so broke uh, and people are really struggling. So it's like dollar stores, you, as especially brick and mortar, to be thriving as a brick and mortar store right now is insane. Yeah. Um, shouts to GameStop. Yeah, shouts <laughs> to GameStop. Um, but they're going to open up these dollar generals. Going to open up thirty uh, by the end of the year, um, or by the end of next year, they will have opened thirty of these high end dollar stores. Uh, where things are gonna dollar be- generals opening up high end dollar stores. Yeah, called Pop Shelf. My favorite rapper, Pop Smoke, Pop Shelf. Hmm. Is um, this just kind of taking the Taco weird. Bell cantina business model? Because that took Taco Bell and made it kind of like an upscale hip thing. And there, it seems like a similarly designed tactic Like to a me. Chipotle that'll let you drink inside. <laughs> yeah. Like a cool stepmom. <laughs> so Taco Bell cantina was just, they just added beer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't look any different on the inside. Yeah, I don't think they rebranded it. No, it, it's the same thing. But just doing that, they're all over Manhattan now. Mm-hmm. They're... They have like 35 stores they added in New York City alone, which mm-hmm. is, you know, I my problem with New York, not enough chain restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> so well, the, the um the they Dollar General has 16,000 stores uh and they're climbing 18.8% during the second quarter, which ended July 31st. So that's like right in the middle of the pandemic. Um and they're still going up. So there, but here, this is interesting to me. Is on the article I read, the company Pop Shelf, their target uh, market is women in suburban areas that earn between fifty thousand and one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a year. I thought that was very interesting uh, targeting. Well, I mean, they are targeting because, like, the Dollar Generals I know, like, I've got some relatives in a town of four hundred. When you enter that town, there's a Dollar General there to greet you, and it's like all over like that in the Midwest. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, like, being in Indiana, it's like you guys are the Dollar General for all, all kinds of stuff. Remember going to the movies? Go to the Dollar General, get mm-hmm. the candy there, sneak it in. Yep, up your ass. Yeah, that's right. Up yeah. your wife's ass. <laughs> 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 uh, but that's why, uh, speaking about movies, I don't want, uh, that's why AMC's going to go out of business. AMC's done. You're gonna... like, that's why I married her. She has a big <laughs> pussy for <laughs> sneaking <laughs> candy up at the movies. <laughs> that's right. I can fit all the jumbo candy bars I want up there. Don't worry. I wrote my own vows about what I cherish most about you. <laughs> I uh, can hide. AMC's going out of business? But, well, uh, theoretically, they're going to be out of money at the end of the year unless something changes. Yeah, and like most bankruptcies that are reported are like pretty false. Mm-hmm. Like we went through all the bankruptcies a few months ago and they were just trying to get rid of debt. Like the XFL one, people should be in prison for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... But it seems like AMC is gonna close its doors. Yeah, not just like a like you just said, not a fake bankruptcy, a real deal, like shutting the doors, locking it down. They can't because there's no lick. They have nothing. Like they're they're literally bleeding out slowly, and there's no liquid yeah. cap. I mean, there's nothing. To me, that's one of the saddest parts of the pandemic. I mean, that and like not being able to say goodbye to your grandmother. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but it just it just really it just bums me out a lot to drive by like movie theaters and they're closed and not knowing like. Even like chain movie theaters, I feel bad when I see that. Yeah, because yeah. I just miss I miss going to the movies. Yeah, because a movie theater that's like an innately like positive building. So much mm-hmm. happens in there. People have emotional experiences. Yeah. So much history. 
And now, you know, they, they're in a tough position, but they were kind of asking for it. Like, mm-hmm. they got every dollar out of us they could. They made right, it. right. The prices were terrible. The concessions were terrible. It, it was costing like 60 bucks to take a silly movie day. Right. It's much like, it's like the airlines. I feel like the airlines are charging, overcharging for bags and charging for all this leg room and all this other shit. Now they're like, can you please help us? It's like, you weren't helping me when I needed to get my, my yeah. heavy suitcase. Yeah. And you, you have airline stocks. No airlines really have dividends. Mm-hmm. Like instead of when, with the excess money, they buy their own stock back when, a company of that health where it's just demand is set, they should distribute that excess money. Like dividends are where it's at. Like if you just look up the highest dividend stocks and buy that, that just like sets you up. Like, yeah, I didn't realize it. I got two grand in dividends last year that, you know, I did nothing to earn as of last year compared to last year. Uh, there's an 85% attendance decline. For AMC, Brutal. I mean, how is it um, that because of the pandemic, though? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think I mean, I think I don't. I, I think it's the pandemic and just streaming services compounded that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd blame Hollywood casting Chalamet as a leading man. <laughs> AMC stock fell six percent on Tuesday. AMC stock is like four. It's like four dollars right now. Yeah, it's not good. It was. I mean, you did feel like ripped off when you would go to a movie and it would be 17 bucks. Right. You know, you're like, I got two hours to kill. I'm going to go see a movie. And right. Then, I used yeah. to do that. I worked, well, I work in Midtown. And if I didn't have a tour or something got canceled, I would walk to the Times Square yeah. and sit and watch, you know, a movie. And it is such a gamble. I've but been, now it's harder to like do, to like see two movies, right? Don't they check tickets at the door sometimes? Oh, for sure. I'm yeah. sure they do now, especially yeah. given the, the situation when they're like, we cannot keep, like, because it's one of those things that's like sneaking in food. It's like, they knew that happened. But yeah. They were just a little lax on it. Now they're going to make you walk through uh, one of those <laughs> things they have where you put your hands up at the, yeah, <laughs> at yeah, the airport. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a body yeah. scanner. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Is that your dick, sir, or is that a Milky Way? Should we think about buying AMC, though? Why, why, why? Why? Because someone, I mean, the infrastructure exists. Right, they the buildings have, are there. They have these outfitted theaters with seats, with screens, with projectors, with the ability to sell foods. Like, mm. if they close, a company like, say, Disney could buy them and distribute them. Because, like, the model for theaters, it used to be all the studios, they owned all the theaters. So if a studio were to buy, like, an AMC theater, and say, like, oh, just... See this for your Marvel movies. See this for your Pixar movies. I I think that would work. That's actually a very good thought because they also have these theaters, these AMC's, the IMAXs, and these big screens for events and things like that. I don't know. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, and theaters, we got to keep watching it. But if it hits $2 a share, like, I mean, throwing 400 bucks at it, maybe just sit just telling yourself this may bottom out right. or be i may prepared. wake up in 10 years and this could be worth a couple grand like that's a good point that would be a good flyer and like if you were paying attention through this pandemic and you bought shit low like we did with herman miller like we did with twitter that could be a good avenue to make money right that's a good point plus with like all the video game stuff that's being done and virtual reality i mean i could see those movie theaters being a good source for a virtual or for a video game some sort of video game thing and disney's got their money all over the place we got drawn to DraftKings not cuz gambling is going to be legalized cuz disney owns a 77% stock and they broadcast every sports game on ESPN and ABC yeah so they're going to drive the business to that other business they have. So, in Regal closed too, didn't they? I believe so. Regal's done. 
right? I think so. I know that, well, there's a Regal in Times Square, but I don't know if that's, I, don't, I haven't been over there to see if it's what's going on, but I, that would not surprise me at all. Um, it's a bummer, man. I have a, it's a soft spot for movie theaters. I worked in a movie theater when I was probably like 15 to like 19 years old. I worked at an independent movie theater in Indianapolis. It was yeah. the best job I've ever had. I got fired from a movie theater. <laughs> well, well, for what? Um, I, it was a dollar movie theater and I would say now seating for triple X while doing the crotch chop. <laughs> the crotch chop. Did you do it three times? Absolutely. One, two, three. And I did that for every customer. It's good to be 15 years old. Yeah. Yeah, I worked at a. I, I love that movie theater. There was a dollar theater at uh, in Indianapolis that they would always find guns. People would sit down and watch the movies, and the guns would fall out of their pockets. Really? Yeah. So it's like when I would clean a movie theater, sometimes we'd find like beer and like you know you'd find weed or you'd find whatever outside food, and but then the movie theater down the road they'd find like handguns that were just like yeah just falling out of people's pockets. Uh, oh, they left them there? Yeah, Jeez. like they would fall out of somebody's pocket or it would slide out in someone's seat and they would leave the movie theater and so they would just find guns in the theater. I Jeez. mean, that is the Midwest equivalent to leaving your phone somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it just fell out of my pocket. I wasn't paying attention. It's amazing that the Regal thing, Regal closed just because the James Bond film got delayed. Dude, it's been delayed again. Yeah, so... I think it's 4,000 people are out of work because of that movie getting pushed back. That's insane to me. Yeah. I mean, James Bond, big uh, big franchise. A lot of money to be made. That movie looks good. Those are the only James Bond movies I've ever seen. I've never seen any of the Sean Connery or the Pierce Brosnan ones. I've never seen those. The Sean Connery's good if you like, like just actual sexual harassment on, <laughs> <laughs> on camera. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, Joel, what else do we... What, how long have we been going? We've been going this like why, this, 50 minutes. This flew by. Yeah. I mean, what, what else do we have to talk about? AMC's done. J.P. Morgan likes NIO. Citigroup and Chase, they think this pandemic is nowhere near ending, and things aren't as bad off as they, they yeah. seem in terms of this. So maybe that could be another thing to talk about, like just the direction that we think the market is going to go into and what people are going to be spending their money on because right. like dick sporting goods if you bought that in march you would have like tripled your money because people are buying people were buying home workout equipment i don't know right. if they're doing it as much anymore because the gyms are opening back up right but it's just we're in this weird time where it's like we can't we're people who are fortunate enough to be working you can't travel you can't go out to eat you can't like what are what are people doing with their disposable income right you're kind of being forced to save money a little You're being forced to save money, but I guess people are also maybe like going camping. Right. That's true. I did that in May. It was fun. Yeah. But but that's not that super expensive if you do it right. Yeah. So I guess the question is, it's a little simpler. What are people now doing at their homes that they didn't do in their homes before? Yeah. I don't, I mean, yeah, but (sighs) video games are huge, but that's always been huge, but I don't know if it's going to, if that's going to peak or not. But they might be doing that more. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, mean are, like we already talked about the new consoles are coming out in a couple months or next month, I think. So that'll be, but that could be a price baked in thing. I don't know. It is interesting. You talk about the workout equipment. I bought, I got a kettlebell and it was very hard. It was like back ordered on the website. I ordered. Yeah. It took forever to get it. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of these gyms are closing. Yeah. Uh, so they're selling, ke- there's kettlebells all over like Craigslist and stuff, but they up the upcharge on them or the, like the markup on them is huge because they're yeah. so limited. Yeah. So right. That's an interesting thing. Right. Yeah. And like certain things like pe- with the new consoles coming out, I don't know if any of us have the money to put numbers into a Microsoft purchase, but you know, they're dropping a console. They're wired in with 
you know, they're trying to take down Slack. So, you know, if I had my druthers and like a lot of disposable income, I think Microsoft would be a good place to put it. I, yeah, I agree for sure. They're making a lot of big moves with as far as like snatching up, like they're getting, um, what, what's the word I'm looking They're getting production companies. They're like basically buying game development companies so that they're like gonna not have a monopoly, but they're making it so like these Microsoft, these companies can only make games for Microsoft. So if you want to play a certain game, you have to get it on Microsoft. And they're doing a very good job of cornering the market on different types of games. So I think that's going to be a huge play. Yeah, and the larger trend that's been exacerbated by the pandemic is these corporate monoliths. Like we were at a point like a few weeks ago where five companies were worth 23% of the economy. So, like, with that kind of inertia, maybe it's going to go on a little bit. So, like, Tesla, Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, and Facebook, I think, were the five. Right. Oh, and we talked about uh, last, I think it was last week we talked about this, but the, like, it's very interesting to me because they're talking about the the environment and the new Green Deal and how they want to do, like, make it make the world a healthier place and yet they're still talking about fracking which is a whole other conversation but like the economic like investing in like clean energy and things like that give if joe biden gets elected and stuff like that i mean i think that's a huge play to be made yeah but it, you know we we went over this a lot of that didn't green- he say like fuck the green new deal yeah, I don't. I don't care for that hippie bullshit. It's so fucking <laughs> over weird. my goddamn dead body, I'm Mac. Not are we gonna, gonna be? have these people come to work smelling like patchouli oil? Yeah, yeah goddamn look. hippies. I hate them. They make me sick. It is interesting to me. I ran one over with my car on the way over here. Now listen. Yeah, my green car, my canola yeah. oil car. Yeah. Um. No, that does drive me insane. The whole fracking thing does drive me a little yeah, bit insane. Yeah. Again, like these companies, their financing is pretty shady. So like. Alibaba is a company that looks great. Their numbers are wonderful. And now they're rolling out their own payment platform as an IPO, Alipay. Mm-hmm. They have no reason to do that aside from making a ton of money off the stock price. They don't need to raise capital for anything. So for me, just blindly buy that when it comes out. It exists to make money. You can make money with it. But what are these these people who are like incredibly wealthy it's like what do they do with their money i mean they you know like making money is fun i guess to see the number go up but Uh like do these people like enjoy life what do they what do they spend their money on that they enjoy or that brings them happiness i don't think anything does at a certain point like because once you have a nice house and you have a couple cars and you probably have a hot wife or whatever, or a hot husband or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what do you, I mean, you buy. Secret family. Your secret family. You got a secret other family. Yeah. You're eating all the best food. Wouldn't that be funny having like a secret family and you're like, no, but it's it's actually cool because you're my secret family. Like telling your son, <laughs> your illegitimate son. Yeah. No, but like, you're like, you're like Batman in a Isn't way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, I've, I've been in the room with a couple people who are in the 1% and like, it seems like a pretty unfun existence. The money carries mm-hmm. so much weight. Every conversation's about something you bought, and like, yeah, that's just kind of a boring thing to talk about. Yeah, you ever look at uh, Bezos's Instagram? The comments? No, he has an Instagram. Yeah, which is weird. He's like posts on like he's trying to be like accessible or something. Like yeah, and it'll be like him, like you know, like just finished a hike or whatever, and all the comments are just people from different countries being like. 
Mr. Bezos, I don't know if you see my message. Please answer me. I am in bad situation, and I just need some help to get my business back together. Oh. <laughs> it's like people just asking him for money. Yo, that's so, wild. So if that happens on Instagram, I wonder what it's like with his, you Everyday know. life. Yeah, his, like, cousins or whatever. Yeah. His wife's, ex-wife's family. I don't oh know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, the, the money, it, it, it isolates you. That's why we're yeah. better off being lovable, working-class humps trying yeah. to make 50 With grand. a dream. <laughs> yeah. With wow. a hustle and a... Can yeah. you believe that Jeff Bezos has... You think he would have bought more Instagram followers. The Rock has like 400 million now. Jeff Bezos, 2.5. Hmm. Wow, this is wild. I cannot believe Jeff Bezos has an Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a picture of him at the Super Bowl, and he's like in his private box with Lizzo. And there's just... He's got this look. Yeah, and it's just like... Does that look like a happy person? Lizzo was probably like rude, you know. She probably ate everything. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, like, just from her person, just from the personality that she puts out. Yeah. She seems like somebody who's not super friendly. I just took a deep. It's like, okay, here I am at the Super Bowl in my private box with Lizzo. I, I guess I made it. Jeff Bezos caption. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100 uh, percent Lizzo's biggest fan. Biggest fan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we. She she endorsed Bernie, by the way. You know, like earlier on, oh. she yeah, endorsed we, Bernie, and then she just became. We also saw her accuse a DoorDash driver of eating that her was, food. That was fun. <laughs> so, that was a lot of fun. So they bond over there, just exploiting and abusing the working class. Yes. That's what they talked about during the Probably, game. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe these people? She's just like <laughs> bitching about it. some DoorDash driver. Yeah, that's the one person who Lizzo like seen. ruined her life, probably. hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Sued her for all her yeah. Yeah. Uh. Wow, yeah. God. Jeff Bezos Bezos is Head is so smooth. It, but it's, it's just really funny when you look at the comments and it's like, I don't know if you see my message, but please, if I could just have some, I need some help. Oh I am in God. bad situation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, buddy. Go for it. The Can next. you read some comments off? Which that's yeah. got to be stressful, too, though, just knowing that you could easily like help. There's there's so many people you could just help with nothing with money that's nothing to you. It'd be the equivalent of like me giving somebody a penny. Like here's a penny and it changes their life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you don't, don't do it. You don't need to wonder what Jeff Bezos thinks about when coming. <laughs> yeah. Hello, yeah. Jeff Bezos. Can you contact Amazon support to resolve payment error link to my gift card? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I purchased the gift card from a merchant and after yeah. redeemed successfully with Amazon. Well, he shared he shared some email where he where somebody emailed him and he was like, "Yeah, I just want to know. Uh, I just want to say that I don't support your support of Black Lives Matter. Uh, why don't you keep politics out of your business?" And Jeff Bezos was like. He shared it as if like the email got to his personal inbox, just some shithead in in like yeah. Arkansas. And he's like, Yeah, I wrote him back saying that I don't care what he thinks. Yeah, got him. <laughs> yeah. Hero, go off, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, he just looked at like filtered messages. He opened it up. Yeah. Which well, I, I wonder if these people ever do that, by the way. Do you think they ever check their filtered messages? Like Hillary Clinton checks her filtered <laughs> messages. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, you're never gonna believe this. Looks creepy as fuck. Okay. Who would do this? You f oh, man. All right, yeah, I got it. This is a whole unfold. It's just people telling you that you're a piece of shit, people kissing your ass, and you probably don't you respect them even less, right. and then people asking you for money. Why would he have him on? I guess, he but I guess it's like you don't want to. But, but then you look weak if you turn the comments off. Because uh, oh, okay. Cameron Esposito did that on her show. Her TV show, it it it's kind of a bad look, right? To turn the comments off. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people do that lately. What people have been saying. I mean, yeah. all comments are turned off for a reason. I know Nikki Glaser has her comments turned off. I know that 
Ari Shafir has posted like stuff that he has comments turned off, or his posted stuff he has comments turned off. I don't know. I don't really know much about it. I guess. But yeah. yeah. You're right. it's in, it's in, it's in, it does say a lot by saying nothing a little bit, you know. Well, I think we hit it. I think we had a good time. So, Mike, yeah. where can we find you? What's um, check out my podcast, The Sit Down, and uh, follow me on Twitter at Mike Racine and on Instagram Racine Mike. Your Twitter is very funny. Thanks. I don't. I don't know if anyone's seeing it. So, all right. Thanks. Yeah, Mike's one of the best ones out. He's been doing good work for a long time, and you know, he we're we're very happy to have him on. So, give Thanks Mike for having some me. love it was a, it was and a blast. follow him everywhere. The sit down is great. So, yeah, check it out. And we will be back next week, and we're gonna have a good time. Bye. Thanks, boys.